Welcome to the old bastard martini lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one, me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. any questions about where I've been for the past few weeks. However, if you're a regular listener, you're going to uh, wonder about my hiatus. Well, the show started out as a way for me to um, keep myself busy, but during the uh, slow times of freelance work, I've been pretty busy, so the show had to go on hold for a bit, and I think it's going to have to have a format change moving ahead. Um, The twice-a-week schedule is just too much to keep up with. Still have episodes in the bank. Um, it's just the editing has become too challenging to keep up with. So, gonna still keep putting the show together because still a lot of uh, folks I want to talk to. Uh, however, if you are new to the show, uh, here's a little bit of uh, information about me. Uh, I'm an award-winning illustrator, designer, and art director, and I've worked at the top agencies in the Nebraska area. Um, while I worked at these places, I met a lot of folks, a lot of interesting people with a lot of talents. Um, and this show is really about me just sitting down, having a conversation and catching up with those folks. Um, hope you enjoy the conversations. This is another episode I've got with Don. I meant to get this out earlier, but again, I, I, as I mentioned, I got really busy. Um, Don hates the new Star Wars movies, and uh, I wanted to try to get this out before the new Han Solo one, because we do talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, and we get super excited about 80s movies. Hey, it's something near and dear to his heart. So I felt like uh, it was a fun conversation and I wanted to get this posted. So join us in our booth at the back as we share our drinks and our stories. So wh- wh- where do you stand on the new Star Wars? Have you st- I'm assuming you've seen them. Um, yeah, I realized I'm too old for Star Wars. Yeah. I don't hate them, but I, I realized I've kind of aged out of it. They're awful. Yeah. They're fucking awful. Oh, but uh, but for is what but for what it is, it doesn't like it doesn't do it for me. But it's like my kids love it, you know. See, and, and I've had this conversation with <clears throat> another Star Wars nerd, and like I was like, <clears throat> what I came to the conclusion of is like, Disney has looked at Gen X and older and said, "You are not our demo." Right. And, and it's, it's very just obvious. Not, it's should. yeah. These are not these movies were one hundred percent not made for. I enjoy them way more than the prequels, though. I don't. I, I just. <clears throat> I don't even acknowledge the prequels. They're just so bad, right? Like they're just awful. Hey, have you watched uh, the uh, uh, the Christmas special recently? I have not seen. The Christmas I was trying oh to. Watch, I tried to show that to my kids no, this past Christmas. No. They were just like, well, "This is horrible." <clears throat> well, the funny. Thing, so like, Han gets these bits and pieces of. <clears throat> Like Star Wars references, like he knows Kylo Ren, he doesn't know where it's from, he just knows the name. Right. And so, like in my head, like he's seen the Star Wars because his attention span isn't. It's still like he can kind of follow. Like he's still very much in, in the Pixar kind of mindset, right? Yeah. To hold his attention. 
And I'm like, he can't watch Empire till he can understand you and follow along. And Megan's like, if you don't show it to him, he's going to find out about Darth Vader <laughs> from someone at school. You need to like get on this. But I'm like, I just, I can't do it yet because I want it to be profound. Just that one reveal yeah. to be so special to him. So I'm just having this inner struggle, like, do I show it to him? Do I not show it to him? And then my friends are like, well, why don't you just show the prequels? And, and like, get away from me. It's strict now. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, right. That's about just as good of an idea. Um, no, like, I don't know. They're just, the thing that pisses me off, and here's my theory. When the prequels came let me, out. Let me, yeah, let here, me hear here, it. Here, here's, I'm here's over the it now, okay. so, like. When the prequels came out, and all of you motherfuckers, I remember saying how awesome they were. Right? I never how once said that. No, they did. They did. It wasn't until there was there was a select few who were like, "Hold on, these movies are really really bad." It wasn't until years later where it kind of got like trendy to hate on the prequels for yeah. all the obvious reasons. Yeah. These movies are going to uh, are going to get prequel status 10, 15 years from now when people. Yeah, look I don't back doubt that. Like, yeah, because they're just they're just they're they're just so. And what bothers me most, I would rather them not have even included the older characters, just for the sake of killing them off. Like that's like, none of these characters have had any profound impact on any of the storyline, sure, whatsoever. And um, and so that bothers me. And like, Ray is such a boring fucking character. <laughs> nothing is nothing is hard for her. Right. Everything is easy. Dude, she, she doesn't have to struggle. What are you talking about? She's her life was struggle when she was on that planet. We're told we we haven't seen anything. Digging up, digging up shit out of the sand. It's it's like the laziest form of screenwriting. It's like rather than show us a struggle, we're told about it. Compare Ray to like Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Not even fucking. That's not even close. Though. Not even. That's different because you've got longer. You've got more time to tell a story. But we never once see Ray struggle. We never compare to her to yeah when she's trying to hustle some money and they're like, hey, well, we'll give you you know some some food for that, but you know it's kind of shortchange you on that. How do you feel? Like this that, that was an oh, everyday struggle. What's compare that? her to Luke Skywalker, the spoiled kid. Like I was gonna go to Tasha <laughs> for some power converters. Like he's a spoiled brat. Right. <laughs> what is this thing? It's a lightsaber. Oh, and I'm gonna defeat this 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 highly skilled trained. Kylo Ren, fuck you, Kathleen Kennedy, <laughs> fuck off. And then, like in the in the next one, you know she she's there's just it, but there's there is no struggle for her. There's there's no learning of the Force with her. She beat she she knocks Luke down like she she beats him. Maybe, fuck off. Well, you know some people are just really. Apparently, it's it, yeah. Something's just there's perfect. Right, she, yeah, exactly right. For midichlorians, yeah. Uh, so, well, that again. I also, I will say that I'm a little disappointed mm -hmm. in that I was reading way too much into um, the Force Awakens because. Um, you mean a New Hope redone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, uh, Abrams likes to hide stuff, and mm -hmm. put, but I felt there was going to be something related to. How you've got um, like C-3PO with a red arm. You've mm -hmm. got like these Tie Fighters with one part of them red. You've mm -hmm. got like these sort of co like what is this this reoccurring thing that's mm -hmm. showing up and all these things? Like, does it mean something? Was there an answer? No, I was kind of disappointed because it's fucking random. Yeah, and then I was also under the assumption I'm I'm kind of like hope I'm in the I'm in for the long game mm -hmm. that Finn is actually a plant that they allowed to 
be taken or that so they knew he was kind of weak-minded so that he would be recruited and then they could find I haven't I'm still waiting that's for that way to show up clever for Disney right well now. that's what I mean I'm way still waiting for that to show up because I was like oh that's why they were able to like that's why he turns so quickly and that's why he's part of this like it's all about what I'm, why am I talking about this it's, yeah thanks Don it, you no know, I've read way just, too much into it I just it just it, it just it, it it just so bothers. You're just me. mad because people are pissing on your childhood. No, not at all. I, that <laughs> what about the no covert fact. Kai shit going on? You know, I haven't. Have you watched that <laughs> no. yet? No. Yeah. Uh, those trailers. Here's the thing. It's a it's a really good I think idea. It, no, it's not. Oh come. On. But what's hilarious uh, though me, is okay. I would say if I could hilarious. My disbelief. What's it's a really hilarious, good idea. Hilarious though is just watching the trailer. And, you know, Daniel LaRusso is pouring him that glass of wine. He thinks he's going to bring Cobra Kai back. Not on my watch. Why would you care? It's a fucking karate dojo. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who cares, you know? Well, that's what I mean. If I could get over that, mm-hmm. then it could. But, uh, let me put it Johnny this Lawrence way. Johnny Lawrence was a bad man pajama. He was yeah. awesome. Let, let me put it this way. If I could, if, if they could just, I'm a big fan of pushing it over the cliff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're saying, like, so, like, realistically... Who gives a shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm an adult. He's an adult. He's got a karate school. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Why would you care? I right. Don't care. Why would you care? I don't even live in the same yeah. fucking state as you anymore. Yeah. Like, why do I care? Oh, I saw on Facebook he's opening a new dojo. Like, oh, now I'm going to fly out and kick his ass. So stupid. But yeah. I, what I'm saying is, like, push it over the cliff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, not on my watch. Like, why is he, like, give so me. He turns into, like, Charles Bronson. Something, you know? Yeah, like, like I want to see yeah. insanity, and then I will totally be into it. Because for the longest time, I thought it was just a trailer and funny and trailer and funny or die. Right. You know? But then my, my friend's like, no, dude, this is a legit show. No way. And I just, I haven't brought myself to watch it yet because it, it's just, you know, it's going to be cringe inducing. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, again, I think it's, it could have been a good idea, just maybe not for Netflix. I don't know. Like put some money behind it, you know, maybe get um, James Gunn. You know, some kind of big time Hollywood right. action director. He has the ability to make something more than what he's given. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a big fan of his because, like, uh, he did Slither, right? Like, that movie I saw and I thought. I don't know. It, it set out to be a B movie on mm-hmm. purpose, but mm-hmm. yet somehow in this very intent mm-hmm. to be a B movie, mm-hmm. it transcends that and becomes better. <laughs> it's like, he does that. Like, he's right. so good at taking right. some, what it is he's given, he's like, I'm going to focus so much on this, mm-hmm. and yet we are going to elevate it more right. than like the anticipated result. So I'm, I'm a big fan of his work. That would be a great, he would actually be fantastic for that. They couldn't afford it, I'm sure. Oh, probably not. No, 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 no. Yeah, I've, I, <laughs> I've, I just, like, like the new Han Solo movie looks fucking awful. It's going to be awful. I've You're going to see it. No, no, I'm, I, I don't. Sure. I, maybe I'll, Take I'm the Friday off. We'll go it, watch it together. It will, it will depend on, on, on the reviews, right? If it's, because I, again, I. Why I, can't you, why can't you just go and have a good time? Because I just, at some point you want a quality movie though, right? Well, then you, then you don't fucking watch Star, Star Wars. Wars. Right. <laughs> good point, right? That's a good point. Uh, to call out the obvious, but you just said, like, on the, like, your time that you were laid up for your back surgery, mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. fucking laser guns and space fights mm-hmm. and Wookiees and all of that. No. It was, 
it I did was... watch The Dark Knight again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never. Wait, is that the first one? No, that's it, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight is the second one. I, I only watched the first one. I haven't seen the other Dark Knight is just—it's a whole other level kind is of it? movie. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I'm admit I'm I'm an unabashed Chris Nolan fanboy. Sure. But Dark Knight is fucking phenomenal, hmm. like on every single level. So I was gonna say I. I I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. Space movies. <laughs> space balls. Yeah, space. <laughs> I mean, you probably enjoy space balls more than Star Wars right now. I, yeah. I probably... I can't see that movie in so long. They should do space balls too. Get the whole crew back together again? Well, John Candy's dead. Oh, Barf. Well, that was his name, right? Barf. Yeah. Something like that. I was going to say Chris Farley could play him, but Chris Farley's dead too. <laughs> Right. Wait, jo- uh, what's who's the kid from Superbad? John Belushi. Can Jonah Hill. Wait, Jonah Hill. Dead too. Right? Uh, Jonah Hill's skinny now. Mm. I don't. I don't trust skinny Jonah Hill. Can't no. do it. Mm-hmm. No. no. Did, did you ever see Cobra? Yeah, I love. Oh that. my Those god. Those kid films. That's my. That's oh my, my god. Marion Cobretti. That that that. Honestly, that's that might so be. dumb. Like when he's sitting and like cutting up the pizza with like scissors. Scissors. Yeah. <laughs> so- yeah. Is that because he's got like baby teeth or something? I don't know. I just that might be one of Stallone's finest. That and Tango and Cash. Yes, Tango and Cash. Oh, right there. That's the best. Because we got Kurt Russell in there. He thinks he's Rambo. Rambo was a pussy. (laughs) That line still is just it's it's. That's one of Stallone's best. I'm I'm big fan of Kurt Russell, so that's why I was. Well, they're remaking um, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's a fucking awful. Idea. It's a terrible idea. Dude, we went to the mm-hmm. showing up at the Alamo. With was, it, was it amazing? It was fun. I that, got, like, we got guns and stuff. and That movie might be one of the funniest movies because the humor is so dry. Yeah. Like, what, what uh, I love about that movie is that... It's so Kurt, on the reflexes. Kurt Russell's character mm-hmm. is like Jar Jar Binks, but he's fucking cool, which is like... Okay, hold on. What? Huh? Like he's always he's, getting into tr- like like he thinks that he's good, but uh-huh. he's not good at anything, right? So he's always bumbling, stumbling. I don't like, know that you could put Jack Burton in the same fucking <laughs> category as Jar Jar Binks. That's a little offensive. On sorry, like sorry. so many levels. All right, this is over. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's right. Every gun is going over. Go. Uh, no, I love Jack Burton. Oh my god! But and the, the, but he's always the bumbling. He is essentially the sidekick. That's what I like about it. Is the movie is told through. The sidekick, because the other guy can kick Wayne, ass. Wayne. And, yeah, yeah. Like, he's amazing. Like, However, Kurt Russell is the sidekick. I will say the coolest sunglasses of all time were, were debuted in that movie. The white with the, dude. Oh, there's that one. Can you buy those? It's like it's like probably two to three seconds uh-huh. of them in that eye rock. Yeah, driving the eye rock. Yes. in the back seat. Yeah, like that is like the coolest. Yeah. I'm, it makes you want to go kidnap a, uh, an dude, Asian girl. I'm gonna. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna totally nerd out because I am so into John Carpenter's mm-hmm. films. They so John Carpenter. So, at the end of the thing, yes. Which one is the thing? Neither. Ne- you, you don't think either one? Does it matter? Like you said, I don't know. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I, I've, I've. I've always wondered that. My my dad took me to see that because my dad oh, was yeah. awesome. No kidding. My dad would take me would pick me up on Fridays from school mm-hmm. and like. He took me to see like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. He, he just he loved to go to movies and he'd come pick me up. We wouldn't tell mom about it, so that was <laughs> just our thing. Yeah. And I've since told Han like I would talk to him about that. So he's now expecting me to pick him up from <laughs> anytime. Uh, now, anytime. Right? So he took me. Right, right, right. So my dad took me to see the thing when it was first out. What did I, you think of that? I was terrified. Fucking terrified. That movie was incredible. Oh my 
God. I watch it like every every year, like, like when the spider on the head. Snowfall. Oh, I'll watch God. it. I'll put that movie because disturbing. That, but there's so many things. Like I can mm-hmm. sit here this whole time and talk mm-hmm. about like why I love that movie because yeah. It's slow. It's methodical, and like the pace of it and the music. But when shit happens, it hap- It just it's, it's like insane, out of and you yeah. don't expect yeah. it. And uh-huh. even just like Kurt Russell's character, it tells so much about him. Like in mm-hmm. the very few first scenes, he's playing chess against the computer. Yeah, and he gets pissed off at it, and he dumps his drink into <laughs> it. Right, and that immediately says, "I'm never going to lose. Right. You're not going to win, but I'm not going to lose." Oh, sort of thing, point. you know. And yeah. it's like I we'll see this through uh-huh. but I'm not going to lose sort of thing so that immediately kind of puts him in that position and, and maybe it's just I don't know there's so many things about it that I'm just a big fan of great it's, great ensemble cast you talk about that scene uh, great John Hopper scene still to this day one of the most terrifying scenes and maybe it's because I was still a kid and yeah. I saw it with my dad but like in Halloween where you th- I think she stabbed him with the uh, the hanger, and she. It's like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in the is in the forefront of, of, of the camera, and then she's crying, and all of a sudden it's like out of nowhere, Michael Myers like sits up. It so messed me up, and to this day, like I still get chills when I when I when I see that scene, and it's it is like that is forever burned in my head, that one scene, because again, John Carpenter is pretty fucking fantastic. I'm uh, yeah, like I. I went back to in my you know uh, uh, 80s mm-hmm. uh, suspense and crime movies. Mm-hmm. I went back and watched uh, actually what that last Star Wars movie made me watch uh, Assault on Precinct 13. I haven't seen it because that last Star Wars movie. movie is essentially a siege film, which is it's you're ha- they're constantly being attacked. And it's like mm-hmm. how do you fend off the attackers? Mm-hmm. That whole movie is just them fending off the attackers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a siege film. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, oh, you know what? Who, who made a good one? John Carpenter, Assault on Precinct 13. And I watched that again. I was like, I haven't seen that so one. I haven't good. seen that one. Because the budget's so low, but, mm-hmm. and, you know, not a lot of, you know, uh, uh, recognizable actors. Right, but right. The characters are great, and the pace of it is right, great. I'm, I'm, I'm going to add that And just to some my, of the scenes, you'll see a scene mm-hmm. where they're essentially cut off from mm-hmm. like the phone lines and stuff because they're shutting the precinct mm-hmm. down. I'm not really spoiling anything right. for you. But they've kind of been attacked or they don't know what's going on and they look out of the windows and you just see like all these gang members kind of running across this field and it's like, oh shit, like we're fucking screwed. That reminds me of the scene of in Red Dawn yeah. where it's in the classroom and you just see the... the oh, that was rush. great! Oh, the, so and that's a great way to... That movie just started it so right away. Because yeah. I remember it's like they're yeah. just kind of dropping down and you're like, what the yeah. fuck, this? What like, the fuck is going on? Get in the truck. Yeah. We're getting the hell yeah. out of here. So, oh, oh yeah. I'm going down this '80s. So, uh, there were a lot of good films there. The, the entire decade was was pretty flawless for yeah. movies. I, I mean, it did a lot of just over the top stuff, but that was the '80s, though. Oh, you know? oh yeah, I was all in on that. You know, it was the first rated R movie you saw with your parents. Then, well, that's the thing. Like my, you couldn't keep track of it because you started. My so dad young. took like. Like my wife, she, she was telling me to about how, like how her mom took her to see Alien. I was like, "What? You would have been like five. I would. It's funny you say that because I saw. Here's the movies I've seen. I, I, I saw it in the movie theater with my dad because again, yeah. he would just take the movies he wanted to see. Yeah. Um, uh, Alien was one. The Thing, The Fog. I saw. Um, I saw. Oh, um, 
I'm drawing a blank. Um, another horror one. But, oh, uh, Cat People? Did you ever see Cat People? No, but I had the... I actually gave the album to Aaron. Oh my god. Cat People disturbed me because, like, people's arms get ripped off. It was the first yeah. time. And again, I'm probably like six or seven. I'm seeing this dude's arm get ripped off. Right. He took me to see Cat People. Like, I don't know what my dad was thinking now that I think about it. Like, every fucking movie we went to was an R-rated, like, right, right, right. horror and or some kind of, like, a thriller movie. Um, it's a hell of a childhood. And then he would tell me stories about the Manson family. <laughs> this is... Help me, God. Hand on the Bible, this is true. Like, he would tell me stories before I'd go to bed, and he would tell me about the Manson family <laughs> and Helter Skelter. Right. And I was just talking to my kid about this. Really? We were listening to... Helter Skelter! The, uh, the Eagle does their, like, uh, mm -hmm. rock classics from, like, A to Z mm -hmm. or whatever, and Helter Skelter Helter came. Helter I was like, oh, yeah. So we talked about that, and she was like, that's weird. Well, because funny thing is, is because so years later, I read Helter Skelter, yeah. and I'm going to come back to this. And the story my dad told was not in that book. Oh. So I think he was just, he went rogue to <laughs> fucking scare me. Right. But he would say how the Manson family, <laughs> they would just, they'd pick a house and they would yeah. break into it and they would spend hours just crawling through the house, trying to go quietly to see if they could go into every room without being detected. Oh, he's messing with you though. Oh, my God. Why would he tell you that? I just remember, like, he would be like, all right, good night. And he would leave. And I would just sit there <laughs> under the covers, Staring at the ceiling, light, it's the pitch black, and every single noise I yeah, heard, I would yeah. think, that's the Manson family. They're 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 coming in. They're 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 walking their house. This right must now. have been some sort of potty training method because I was like seven like, or eight, like intense, I like it, no, ladder. It's it like I'm not, I can't get I just, out of my room. I just like, wonder because I've told this to Megan and like because my dad passed away when I was, I was 15, and, and and but I would tell the story like in very like glowing terms, and she's like, yeah. that's disturbing. <laughs> I just don't think he wanted me to get out of bed to come into their bedroom kind of a thing. So he just thought if I scare the shit out of him, he'll stay in his bed. Mission and accomplished. Yeah. Mission accomplished, yeah. Holy uh -huh. shit, that's terrifying. So it was, it was, yeah, it was awful. Um, so to your original question, like, like my first R movie was, oh, did you ever see Das Boot? Uh, yes. He took me to see that one. I mean... Kind of oh, wait, I'm thinking about the John Bon Jovi U-boat... Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> right? You know that one, right? Uh, no, you totally did real. I wasn't going to say, uh, good, two whiskey. Uh, oh, there you go. All right, well, let's do it again. All right, sometime. sounds good. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, over. absolutely, man. Anytime. Fun. Let's yeah. do it again. Yeah. Well, we will. Maybe we'll get Ryan over here. Lazy fucker. What was he up to today? I don't know. Something stupid? Probably. Thanks again, Don. I don't feel like I'm going to be able to change anybody's minds about these new Star Wars films. Uh, certainly not Don. Uh, he's got an axe to grind there. But, you know, best of luck there. It's still a lot of fun talking about the rest of the movies. And uh, we could have a whole other episode just talking about television shows as well. But who knows? Maybe I'll bring him back and we can get into some of that stuff. Don is a busy fellow over at Irvin and Smith, so you can check out their work. Um, or, you know, look him up. I think he's on Instagram. So, if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at Bastard Martini, or if you'd like more info on episodes, visit the website oldbastardmartinilunch.com. 
Finally, I'm always interested in hearing about uh, freelance design or illustration opportunities. Check out my website, petermorris.us, and uh, you can get a feel for my capabilities. Um, or you can just send me an email at me at petermorris.us. Let's talk. In the meantime, have another martini. I know I will. Yeah.